welcome everybody back to the podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who listened to my first episode. Thank you so much for your support. Um, also, thank you for those who sent me messages, encouraging messages, or even messages um, giving me advice on different things. I appreciate you very much. This week's episode is going to be, um, of course, different, um, but we're going to be talking about, um, I guess, just the roles that men and women were playing back then, maybe in our parents' generation, and how those roles change nowadays, um, and how it affects relationships, things that I look for in a man or don't look for in a man. Um, I'm not looking, just saying. But um, yeah, uh, of course, this week I have my father joining me as, um, again. So hello, hello, hello. Podcast. Um, I want I want my dad to join in on this um topic specifically just because he has different view or not that he has different views, but he was raised in a different generation, of course. Um, but not only that, he is a man, and my definition of a man isn't isn't very broad. A lot of boys think that they're men, but my father is um very much a man gentleman all of that so um it's going to be (laughs) it's going to be interesting to see his view on um on a lot of these topics um so yesterday i shared a video with my dad um uh it was on it's a youtube video you guys can look it up um on just pearly things but it's um the name of it is andrew tate and pearl debate modern women the pregame episode 100 yeah episode 100 yeah yeah. So um, in that episode, Andrew Tate kind of goes back and forth with uh, Brittany Renner. Oh, is that her name? Brittany Renner? Brittany something. I don't know her name. <laughs> Brittany something is in it. Nigerian. What is her name? Nigerian, Nigerian queen, I think. Nigerian queen. Um, um, auntie. Uh, yeah. Um, auntie's in there. And then Pearl's in there as well. And yeah. another woman as well. I, I forget her name. Yeah. But um, they kind of just go back and forth about... Um, the roles of a woman and a man and, and how they're kind of skewed in today's generation because of, uh, quote unquote feminism or whatever. Um, and, and lots of other things that I, I have a different view on and, um, I want my dad to share his, his, his opinion and view on that as well. But, um, so let's get started. I, of course I have a question for you, just like last episode. Um, so what do you believe is the main role that a man plays? Like, what is the, what is, what's the role of a man in a family? A role of a man in a family. Um, or in a relationship. In a relationship. Um, you know, um, number one, I think a man needs to sacrifice um, things that he would normally do in his life. Um for his family mm-hmm. so like for instance nobody likes to get up and go to work you know but as a man you get up and you go to work and you provide for your family you also um you know um what well, i guess it would be uh put aside childish things so let's say i need to get get a trade i need to or i need to go to college so i get a good job so i can provide for my family I might have to put aside my childish things to dedicate myself to my craft, whether that's going to school for business or, or, or whatever, or, you know, being a plumber, 
You know, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, but you have to sacrifice some of your own pleasures and wants and needs so that you can be educated to um, provide for your family. Right. Because I think that's one of the number one things is you need to be able to provide for your family. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you can't, then um, how are you going to have that respect of a woman? And, right. I, and I think that that's where uh, a lot of cultures come out, uh, especially nowadays, where um, I guess they call it the red pill or whatever, that uh, there's a lot of people that are upset because, you know, they can't get a girlfriend. A lot of guys are upset because they can't get a girlfriend, mm-hmm. but yet they live in a basement, uh, their parents' house, they play video games, they have no intention of, of growing out of childish things to step up to be a man and right. be a provider and pr- protector of your family and, right. and, and your woman. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it makes up a lot of things. There's a lot of things that may, would be making up a man. But one right. of the things that you do is you sacrifice for your, your wife and your family. Uh-huh. So, right. So um, just let's, Okay, so now that now that we know that, that's kind of like the, the the broad, yeah, broad meaning stroke. of what broad it is, stroke, yeah, yeah, of of what it is to um, it's, play yeah, the role of a man in a household. It's kind of like what people would say that you have to man up, right? Mm-hmm. You've heard that. You've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. So what what that, that in your generation? What was the role of a woman in the household then? Well, I grew up in a very traditional household. Uh, my mom stayed at home, and she raised us. Right. Uh, but also, uh, my parents got divorced when I was about four or five years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there was a period of time, uh, actually a little bit younger than that, um, where my mom stepped up, and she was the provider, and she had to go out and work a job. She moved away from the small town that she grew up in and uh, to a bigger city, and so she had to had to be the provider, and so she right. had to take on that role. Uh, but she eventually found uh, a, a nice guy and got married, and and then he raised us. So right. but she also at that time was able to be a stay at home mom and and do things. She did have side, you know, side gigs, you know, side jobs mm-hmm. that she did from the house, right. but primarily she was at home. Right. So. So mainly the guy goes out, works, he sacrifices his pleasures and his his personal wants to go out and provide for a family. Yeah. Um, and the woman would stay home and raise the kids. That was yeah. traditionally what, was traditional, what the yeah. roles of a man and a woman was. Nowadays, let's let's talk about nowadays. Uh, first of all, men don't want a regular nine to five. Men want to be their own business owners. I'm all here for that. I don't want my own nine to five. So I, I completely understand that. But um, yeah, men don't a lot in a lot of people, men and women, I'm not even going to just throw out men um, don't believe in going to school. I did it for a long, I did not want to go back to school for a long yeah, time. So yeah. I, I, I also understand um, that aspect. Um, and, but, and having a degree is, is no guarantee of getting a job. Right. And, and especially now, nowadays, um, it's very hard, damn near impossible to provide for a family on one income. There's, it, yeah, there's yeah. going to be a need for two, a two income household. So, um, 
it's it's hard to say that the man is supposed to be the sole provider and the woman stays home and and, yeah, and yeah. It, it takes really care is. of the children. Yeah. So, um, but, but with know, that being said, let me put a little input on that because I know that some families that are doing that, but mm-hmm. what they've done is they've um, they've gotten together and they said, "Hey, listen, our goal is to have you stay home," and she's she's perfectly good with this. They come together as a team. They say, our goal is to have you stay at home and raise our kids because we want you to have input on the way they're raised. Right. So that that also includes them making sacrifices in, you know, goodies in life, you know, Mm -hmm. driving new cars all the time or having luxurious this and that. Um, But they, they are both sacrificing, I guess you could say, to have that goal to stay home and raise your kids. But that's, that's right. somehow not, not the normal. Yeah. So, well, it, Cause it is with, expensive. It's expensive nowadays. Yeah. So it's not, things aren't always going to be the right. traditional way or whatever, right. but um, I know nowadays it's adding to it being expensive for, or not even just expensive, it being impossible or almost impossible depending on what his his line of work is to um live and survive and live comfortably off one income a lot of women are having their own jobs and a lot of women Mm -hmm. don't want to be stay at home um moms or just stay at home cooking and cleaning for their husband or whatever um or they personally or they defer their career until their kids are out of um, the house and into school and then they work during school yeah i've seen that too yeah but um a lot of women nowadays they either don't want kids or they're focused on their own career or um or whatever um me personally i know for a fact that i'll always have a job i'll always i'll always want my own thing going on i wouldn't want my whole life to revolve around raising kids and staying at home um taking care of the household which is fine in my aspect i believe that that's fine um, because I'm not saying that me working and having my own businesses and, and, um, doing all those things is, is, is in the same sense, me belittling a man. A lot of women is like, I don't need a man to take care of me. Um, I provide for myself. I get whatever I want, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then turn around and say, well, when, a ma- when someone asks them, what do you look for in a man? Oh, well, I want a man to be able to provide or buy me this or, or take me to get my hair and nails done or whatever. Buy me um, that Chanel purse or whatever. Exactly. So it's like a bit of a contradiction. That's why I'm probably going to be battered for this. I personally love Andrew Tate. I love what he stands for. Um, I do disagree on some things about um, monogamy that he his view on monogamy for a lot of things, but everything else I I agree with. Um, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent for. Um, I don't believe in feminist. I I don't believe in feminism is even a thing. The whole idea of feminism is you're downplaying a man. I believe just like in the video that that we watched um a man has his roles and a woman has her roles we're both good at different things um and we're both equal ever... and we're both yeah. equal right that's that's how mom and i are we are equal partners mm-hmm. yeah we, we have nothing... different jobs we have different jobs exactly but we're but, equal partners yeah there's no like um 
high there there's a hierarchy but it's not like to an extent uh it's not like a crazy like extent yeah, yeah. me if i when i look when i look for a man i don't look for someone to provide for me because i can provide all my own things and i'm not saying like i can provide my own things so i don't have respect for a man who can't provide for me i still respect my man um it's hard for me to to uh kind of step down and 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 be in a soft girl era and not more um stuck in my masculine ways with with it's with my mouth in particular a lot of men say look at it this way we all come from different you know things that have happened in our lives you know um and for like for my instance i mean i dated my wife five years before i got married because Mm -hmm. my parents got divorced i think that's what it was and so i think i was inherently afraid of commitment because i saw my parents get divorced and not only that my mom what i call poison the well she had nothing even uh, got divorced when i was like four or five years old but yet she could never speak a kind word about that man Mm -hmm. and so that kind of affected me i think so we all we all have our our what we call baggage that goes with us so you mm-hmm. might have that because of some things that you've had happen in your life that that affect you. Yeah, I don't I don't really see it as like um as like any of my past relationships. I've I've had some shitty past relationships, but I don't see it as like um I am the way I am because of them. I see that I am the way I am because of of me. I choose to be this way and I know that um there's some men that I get in relationship with that I am okay with with um, submitting to. I could say there's men that I I've dated and they have zero complaints on the way I talk to them, on my level of respect to them. And then there's some men that I dated or talked to, and they just can't stand the way I talk to them, and they just think I'm this the most disrespectful, rudest okay, bitch so, on earth. So why is that? Um, because I believe that not for what a man can provide for me, but I believe there's just a certain level of, um, of manlyhood, I guess a man has to have for me to feel like I can respect them. If I don't feel safe or protected around you, I feel like maybe that's what they feel like I'm, uh, rude or a bitch because I, um, don't respect everything they say or always have like a smart comeback or whatever but some men i i don't and i listen to what they say and i and i do what they say and all of that but it's not for what they can provide it's just a level of um of of respect or care and love that they show me i feel like um i i'm not going i'm not bragging or anything about any opportunities that i've had with with any men but um, I'm not going to say if it was recent or in the past that I've had an opportunity to, to well, I've just not even the opportunity, but I've, I've sat back, I sat back and I've, um, just kind of thought about who, who I really wanted to be with because I had an option on being with a man who can provide me whatever I wanted in life. And I could have lived a great life or a good life with them, but I knew for a fact that they weren't going to be the most loyal person to me. Um, or I could date a man that respects me, who loves me, who I know is going to be 100% loyal, 
Um, but maybe they're not, you know, the richest man or the, um, the, the, they're not the breadwinner in a relationship or whatever. Um, which I have, I have another thing to say about being a breadwinner in today's day and age, but I feel like I'm not going to sacrifice my love or, um, someone that's going to be loyal for me for trips around the world or designer bags or a lifestyle that I can provide myself, um, a hundred percent. So I ultimately would choose the man that would love me. I don't care for me personally. This is me as a woman. I don't care for a man who can take me out on the most extravagant dates or take me out and wine and dine me every week and pay for to get my nails and hair done. Like I am cool with sitting at home with ramen or pizza and watching Family Guy or whatever. Like I'm cool with just chilling. And spending personal time with that person, I I don't care for dates. I'm not that type of person. I've never been that type of person. Um, I've never been that type of person to ask like, well, can you get my nails done? Like, you can't even do like I get my I whatever I want, I can provide myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. if I wanted to go out on a nice date, I can take myself on, on out on a nice date, or I can pr- provide that for a man. Um, so I don't look for someone who makes the most money or a man that can provide for me or whatever. I I genuinely um, think the way a man treats you and the way a man um, um, respects you is is more important to me. So for for instance, I no never ever known or seen or heard you and mom argue never ever ever yeah yeah and i've always see you open her door you open her door to get in the car you open her door to get out of the car mom will but, literally know, sit in the car and wait yeah. for you to come and open her door to get out of the car but you know so something just... arguments go two ways though right so right. you've never seen me argue with mom but she's never picked an argument with me right either. right and so it's we both like, have that mutual respect with each other. Exactly. It's it's a respect thing. It's it's like because no guy wants a girl that's gonna nitpick everything or yeah, or yeah. have something to say about every decision he makes or whatever. That's why it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it comes down to a respect thing. But um, yeah, I'd rather a man that opens my door for me without question, like a man that wants to attend church with me, and a man that you know, I can genuinely sit around and feel safe or feel protected and feel cared and loved without him doing anything or showing anything, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, words are just words, but a lot of things go with, with action. And I'd rather a man show, show me an action that, that he cares and loves me and not action in buying me things or, well, and, and, um, and that's what it is. It's, it's, Action and word, yeah, action speak louder than words. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've always found this is what our case is with mom is you marry your best friends, or you at least should marry your best friends. Right. I've heard, uh, so I had some friends of ours that uh, she said, hey, the reason why I married, you know, my husband, because he had a good paycheck and looked good in a suit. Mm-hmm. And they constantly, she constantly belittled him. And that rubbed off to the kids. So the kids belittled him also. And now they are in a loveless relationship. Still married, but they talk mm. to each other once a year about tax time. Live in the same house, but that's just the yeah. way they exist. And that right. is not a loving existence. 
Why would you well, want to do that? It's not a, a way of living. Yeah, why would you want to live like that? Right. Yeah. So that in the video that I shared with you, um, mm -hmm. um, they were saying that it's like three there's hours long be... too. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's good. It's a good video, mm -hmm. right, Dad? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so they were talking about we're always going to have to compromise something. Like you know, if you want the man who has um all the money and who who can wine and dine you and and give you the Bentley, give you the mansion, right? but he's not going to be loyal to you yep. or like any woman, any woman can go out and find a man that's going to treat them like a queen and, and love them and, and do whatever they need them to do. But, um, but they're not going to be the, the most money-making man. Or, so there's or always going to be a, how about a woman that wants to go out uh, drinking with her friends every night right? or on weekends? So there's always going to, well, how, how do you feel about, how do you feel about that? A woman who, who wants to make her own choices, but still wants a man to, to treat her like a queen and, and love and respect her and care for her. Well, you know, choices. Um, hmm. I think whenever you make a choice, you need to make that choice with the other person in mind. So like mm -hmm. I would never, you know, go out drinking or go to a strip club uh, because I know that that would be a choice that would hurt my wife's feelings. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would not want to break that, that trust with her, um, right. in our, in our relationship. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't come out and say, you will not go to that strip club tonight. You know why? Because I've already you just wouldn't do it. I've already, I've already decided in my own mind that that's something I would never do. Right. So. Yeah. I feel like today's day and age is, is different. A lot of a lot of couples go out and do things together. Um, I know the type of person I am. If my man says I can't go nowhere, I'm not going nowhere. And that's not because like, oh, I just I I'm I listen to whatever he tells me to do. But it's just it's just a respect thing, and I'm yeah, for sure yeah. not going anywhere where he's not invited. If he's not welcome, he's not welcome for a reason, and I'm not going. Respect, so respect for the relationship. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Andrew Tate says like, it's in a man's natural biology to, to not be monogamous, to want different, um, mates or different multiple wives or multiple girlfriends. How mm -hmm. do you feel about that? Well, you know, and, and that has, I think it's been addressed. Um, um, if you look in, in, in religious scriptures, I mean, I'm not sure mm -hmm. about all religious scriptures, um, but that's been addressed. Uh, that's what's called the natural man, the natural well, man. Well, let's, let's say and, for instance, the LDS community, okay. I, I'm myself, I am a Mormon as, as well yeah. as my father. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and a lot of people think that we still believe in multiple wives or we believe oh, in yeah. having polygamous, um, marriages. Right. Um, so, and, and a lot of people like the F, the fundamentalist LDS yeah. community or whatever they believe in um, Off, that it is in a natural man's yeah. biology to have multiple women. But um, you were saying that it's been addressed and what, what was that? Well, because um, our goal in life is to put off the natural man. The natural man wants to, you know, do whatever he feels, feels good at the time or, or to, you know, just live a wild life. That is the natural man. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you need to have an internal change of heart that, 
uh, it's been said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Um, and so when you have inward change, that is expressed outward. So just like the, the question um, when I go out to a strip club, you mm -hmm. know, my wife isn't saying, no, you won't go to that strip club tonight. But I've made an internal change, so I would never go out to that strip club because that's just not what I am. So I've made that internal change. So I don't have to have uh, my wife yelling and nagging at me uh, mm -hmm. to do or not to do something. Right. So um, so what about a man who was... Oh, yeah, to, to, to be non-monogamous. Um, well, yeah, I said that. I think that's a, the natural man in addressing that. But I mm -hmm. think our, our goal in life is to put off the natural man and to you know, elevate our thinking, elevate our, our way of life to where we're something better, something better than that. Um, yeah, or else we just reduced ourselves to just being animals and animalistic behaviors. You know, right. I, I feel like I've got a... Uh, a spirit with inside of me that is not, um, you know, I'm not perfect, but that's my, my, you know, body, my thoughts, my actions aren't perfect. Mm -hmm. But if I strive real hard to be perfect, and that makes my spirit inside feel better about myself. Right. I, so. I feel like not all men, not all men is going to cheat or, or um, want multiple women. And especially, and men in high places or men with power or men in the 1% making, you know, the top G's like, yeah. Take this. yeah. Um, they're the ones who are more than likely going to be um, polyamorous or, or yeah. whatever, um, want different multiple women or not even want multiple women, but um, sleep around or cheat, yeah. you know, here yeah. and there. Um, I don't believe all men is like that. There's no one there to say no. There's right. always people because around there saying yes. And there's women throwing themselves throwing at them themselves constantly, at them constantly mm -hmm. just because they want a, a piece of the action. Right, exactly. But I, I personally don't believe that all men is like that. Um, and that kind of brings me to my next um, topic um, where if a man isn't necessarily making the amount of money um, that he would want, uh, well, that a woman would want him to make on mm -hmm. my on my end that he would want to make because I don't look for a man to make any certain amount of money I really don't care for it but um you know a, a lot of women say like um you know hold that man down like hold him down and then when he gets on top like you'll have it and then a lot of women say don't hold no man down because once he gets on he gonna show you why you shouldn't have held him down um <laughs> like that uh song gold digger with Kanye. oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah 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 um so once a man gets on it's not a hundred percent guaranteed that he's gonna leave you for somebody else there's a strong possibility that he gonna leave or that he gonna start cheating just because the trophy wife mm -hmm. they call it the trophy wife you know it's like you know some lawyers yeah. they you know wife puts them through law school raises the kids and then mm -hmm. 20 years later I'm he go, making the money i'm making the and money now he's i'm cheating. 40 45 years old to go through a life crisis and then all of a sudden uh uh you know divorce you and go get a 24 year old or something you right know, i don't know whatever right so <laughs> and and she is in turn sacrificing the 24 year old 
to be with an older man because she wants the money, the position, the power, the praise. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's <clears throat> the package. Right. That's what a lot of women want. It's just a man that yeah. can um, provide them with, with a certain lifestyle. So that's, um, her, that's her trade off. She's trading off with that. Right. I'm me personally, I'm open-minded to that because I'm, um, I'm okay with being a breadwinner, you know, as long as like, um, me personally, I, so I didn't want to go to mm-hmm. school. I didn't want a traditional nine to five, but then okay. I realized that a lot of the things that I wanted or was working towards wasn't leading me nowhere. So, um, I went to medical school. I said, I sat down and went to medical school and I had a nine to five for two years. I was working at a hospital, um, doing billing for two years and, um, not because I wanted to, but, but just because certain situations in life led me to, to not having that job anymore. I'm happier than ever, but I'm also working on like my own businesses and things that make me happy. Um, not saying that I still don't have it. I still work 40 plus hours a week, um, doing a nine to five, but, um, my primarily, my primary focus is my businesses, my hair oh. business and my podcast business. Right. Right. Um, so I feel like I'm, I'm open-minded to whatever, because I'm okay with being the breadwinner. As long as my man is helping me with the businesses that I want to build, um, and he's he's you know making sure that I'm taking the right the right steps to build that business or that I'm well taken care of, and that I'm not stressed out to a point of um, burnout. You know I'm okay with being the breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, um, let me give you an idea on on something that I, I've just popped in my mind. Um, there's an old book written in the early 1900s by Napoleon Hill. He was um, commissioned by Andrew Carnegie, the richest man in the world to find out why top people make so much money. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things, one of the points that he pointed out was that um, a very important part of a man's success is to have a woman behind him that motivates him, stimulates him, gives him ideas, something mm-hmm. he can, somebody he can talk about, be a confidant with. So right. that so that um, it reinforces his ideas. It makes him feel good uh, about his decisions that he has to make. Because I know I know Andrew Tate does bring out a, a one interesting point that guys are out there, you know, slaying dragons every day to work right. hard. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of expected of, of men. Um, so it's always comforting to come home and just talk with your wife. And right. And she has the the position to either beat you down, or lift mm-hmm. you up and motivate you. And I th- think that that you as a woman could motivate somebody to reach greater heights than if you beat him down every day because he's not making right. enough money. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could he could far. I mean, there's two ways to lead a donkey. You can beat him with a stick or lead him with a carrot. And I think that everybody loves praise. In fact, I know right. I was talking with uh, my with Bradley, um, mm-hmm. and I said, you know, I said, I Brad- know I Bradley's my older brother. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah, just a little bit older. He's single too. Yeah. Um, that um, I always embarrass the kids when we leave a restaurant. I don't care if it was it was Burger King. I'd pop my head in the back and I'd say, Hey, thanks for those burgers. They're great. And you just mm-hmm. see those guys just, just smile they go the first they're shocked and then they, they smile they go yeah yeah thank you 
Yeah. Everybody has pride in what they do, and we all respond to positive stimulation versus mm-hmm. negative stimulation. So right. if your guy isn't performing at what you think he should, don't beat him with a stick, you know? Motivate mm-hmm. him. Right. And always, always be the motivator. Be the peace. Yeah. A, lot of people, a lot of people in this generation, they're like, I don't, I don't want a woman that's going to stress me out or, you know, bring stress to my life. Like, I need someone who's going to bring peace, yeah. who's going to, you know, motivate me. I... I do both. I'm not going to lie. I stress. I, I know I be stressful sometimes, but um, I never. I it's never okay to be worried, and, too. It's okay to be worried because, yeah, you know, there's always that time in your, when you're first starting out that, you know, things are tight. Right. But, like, I never look at a man and, and see what he doesn't have. It's like, but I also don't date for potential. Like, I'm not dating you because I feel like you're going to be so, you know, you're going to be so great one day. Um, cause there's potential that he might not tap into, you know, yeah, but I, yeah. I feel like as a woman, um, me personally, and, um, I just feel like it's, it is my job to make sure that the man I'm talking to, it feels motivated and feels, um, like he can talk to me about his career or his plans for his future and that I motivate him, but also be realistic with, um, you know, the outcomes and the things that he wants to do or whatever he wants to pursue. And a lot of times, um, you know, career your, wise, your job as, you know, a, as a help meet a, a woman would be mm-hmm. to um, help guide him in his decisions. Right. In a positive manner. In a positive manner. Like, you know, right. hey, honey, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking about, um, you know, being a professional, um, you know, Call of Duty person. They go, mm-hmm. um, honey, you, I love Call of Duty, you know, and. And we play it all the time, but you know, I beat you every time. How are you going to win the championship if I can even beat you? <laughs> right. And you go, oh yeah, you know, you're probably right. Okay, I'll look at something else. Right. And and there's there's things that um you know men want to do, and it's hard to decipher um a hobby from a passion yeah, and yeah. and what you're called to do. Um, but like you said, in a positive manner. There's always yeah. you know everybody responds positively. Lift and build, lift and build. And lifting, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but also, so, don't, don't put up with crap either, you know? hmm <laughs> Right. And and that's for men, too. That's for men and yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, I, just to wrap everything up, um, I 100% agree with um, a men being good at what they're, they're made to do um, and women being, being good at what they're made to do. Um, and then us coming together and making a whole, a good team, you know, there's, there's certain things that men can do that women just aren't good at. And that's okay. Like women, there's no need for any, any woman to feel like I can do whatever a man can do and do it. Look, look, men built the world we live in and a lot, uh, a great analogy, uh, that, that women make the world go round. So, but the men built it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can sit here and say, I don't need a man to do nothing. I can fix my own car. I can, I can blah, blah, blah. Who taught me how to fix my own car? My father did. Yeah, so, it, yeah. so it's like, um, we need men for things. Um, well, let's, and, you not, know, the, let's stop pretending we don't. And some of those old sayings that still are around today behind mm-hmm. every successful man is a woman because she's right. the one that motivates, lifts, gives him ideas. Um, and and gives them that gentle nudge ahead, right? So I mean that's that's what T 
teamwork is right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, do you believe in feminism? You know, I don't believe in the world's definition of fe- feminism because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of uh, one of those woke terminologies. Right, um, right. And, and we, were, uh, we were talking about this over the dinner table, and, and I think it all started in the 60s. And, um, you know, I don't agree with everything. Um, and I, I'd never heard of, I mean, I kind of heard his name mentioned before, but I never read anything about Andrew Tate or anything. But a lot of what he said did resonate about maybe 90%, 80%. Mm-hmm. Um, because he said at the, and it's a three hour long podcast and there's a right. lot of yelling and screaming, you know, some of the, words. Yeah. <laughs> right. But if you notice when he speaks, everybody listens. Okay. But everybody did, shuts up when he speaks. <laughs> he did say at the end when they're wrapping things up, he goes, there is nothing more beautiful, uh, than a man and a woman coming together and, and taking on life together with all of his challenges as equal partners and Mm -hmm. i don't know if he said equal partners but as partners and uh the man does one thing the woman does another thing and but both work together as a team and they're successful and Mm -hmm. and, and they said and then one of the girls says well i can do everything a man can do and he goes well why wouldn't you want to do something that no man can do have a child and raise that child as your your prodigy, or, or I didn't say prodigy. It was um, as you know, as a, as your child. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want to do that? Right. You know, and and I kind of went. You know, that's, that makes a lot of sense. You know, men and women mm-hmm. are different. Um, we have different callings in life. Now that right. being said, like for instance, my mom got divorced. She had to step into the role of the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like, like I said, sometimes nowadays it takes two household incomes until, you know, somebody, until maybe the, the man can get uh, training enough to, to where he can demand a good enough wage for the, the woman to stay at home. But, right. Um, it, it, it's, it's hard. Nowadays it's hard. Lines are very blurred. Uh-huh. But, yeah. So, but you have to listen to the whole podcast. It's like three hours yeah. long. I encourage everybody to go listen to that podcast. Um, I, I do need to wrap things up here, yeah. but I do want everybody to go and listen to that podcast. It's a great podcast. Yeah. Me personally, I love Andrew Tate. Love me or hate me for it. I don't believe in feminism at all. I feel yeah. like there's role women play and there's role men play and we should come together as a team. Everybody's yep. made to be have a partner and be with that partner, whether it's woman and woman, man and man, I don't care. Yeah. Everybody's made to play a certain role in and live by that role. Thank you, Dad, for joining right. my podcast again. Um, hey. that, was, that was a great conversation. I feel yeah. like there's there's a lot that can be said in um, on this topic, but uh, for now, that was that was great. Thank you for joining, um, everybody. Anytime. Thank you for um, coming and listening to the podcast. I'm available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and I do uh, plan on having a um, a recorded recorded version um on youtube for everybody soon um that's coming soon don't know exact date on you guys but I'm thank you for ta- supporting me i'm still talking her into going right. live with her face <laughs> yeah um but thank you everybody for supporting me and i'll see you guys next sunday or i'll i'll be here next sunday <laughs>